glory, glory, glory. Such a joy to be able to bring you God's word today. And I believe that you are ready and set to participate, uh, uh, you know, of God's grace and the supply of the Spirit as we've gathered together to worship today. Wherever you're joining this service from, everyone joining us on TV, joining us online, online church, I welcome you very, very specially. Everyone joining from every of our other locations from all around the world. I want to uh, uh, take distractions away from you and get set to be blessed by God's word today. Go to the chat room where you are uh, or, or the comment segment. Or if you're watching on TV, you see the, the different ways you can reach us. Please, uh, as you participate in this service today, uh, send us a word, show some emotion. Let us know that you have been blessed by the teaching and preaching of God's word. Praise God. Praise God. All right, we continue in the teaching series, Greater Faith. Greater Faith, last week we shared about greater faith and how uh, uh, to, to, you know, get connected to greater faith, how to move from one level of faith to another, how to move from where you are to where God wants you to be. Romans 1 and verse 17 talks about uh, moving from faith to faith, from faith to faith, from faith to faith. And we said uh, some people have no faith. I know there's nobody listening to me right now who has no faith in Jesus' name, all right? Uh, some people have a little faith, like we described last week. Some people have great faith, like Jesus commended uh, the, the, the centurion. Oh, he said, I've never seen this kind of faith, not even in Israel. I pray this season that your faith will not diminish, your faith will not fail, it will be on the increase. And for every uh, uh, destiny occurrences ahead of you that will require a release of your faith, you will not be found wanting in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. I want to encourage you, get on our YouTube platform and, and, and watch over and again, get a message on Tech MP3 uh, platform, listen over and again, and uh, your life will never, ever be the same again in Jesus' precious name. I'll continue in this teaching series, and I've titled this one, Shaping Events. Shaping Events. Shaping Events. If you have anyone uh, you know, around you, let me tell them, say, Shaping Events. Yeah. And can you ask somebody, what shaping events can you remember in your life? Uh, it's important, uh, as we start out this morning, uh, for me to say one or two things about the reason why I'm bringing you this word. And it's important for you to know that events, activities, occurrences come into our lives as in we encounter them not by accident, but by divine ordination. Romans 8 and 28 says, For we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God and are called according to his purpose. But it didn't say all good things. Even some things that are not very okay. Some things, you know, that we don't wish will happen. Sometimes will happen. And some of these things are coming uh, directly to test the metal of our faith and test the strength of our faith or help to build our faith to the next level. So in this teaching series that will attack greater faith, for you to move to greater faith, you need to understand that you will encounter shaping events. Let me read from James chapter 1, uh, read verse 2, 3, and 4 in the message translation. James chapter 1, from verse 2, 3, and 4 in the message translation, it said, Consider it a sheer gift. Consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. So on your journey to greater faith, you will have tests and challenges coming at you on all sides. 
Uh, the next verse says, you know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true color. If you want to know the true color, the measure, the extent of your faith, it's what can be measured when pressure comes to you. So don't try. I continue reading. He said, so don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Don't try to get out of anything prematurely. There are many things we go through in life. Yes, I know. We just had our Accelerate conference. We prophesied uh, that, you know, seasons will change and all that. And seasons are changing around many people. But the season of my life may be different from the season of your life. Sometimes somebody is in winter and somebody is in summer. And the person that's in winter is envying the person that's in summer because you see it's sunshine and all that around that person. Things are happening fast. A lot of things are going on, you know, before they pray, they got a guy or a babe. You know, I'm talking to my single friends and it looks like somebody is just in this summertime whilst you have been waiting and trusting and nobody is coming to, to say, oh, baby, you look good. <laughs> you know, and when you, when you are in that season of life, what it's possible for you to be comparing yourself with other people but the bible is saying here that when there's a season that is like a shaping event in your life is that don't try to get out of anything prematurely let it do its work so you become mature and well developed not deficient in any way I love the way the New King James put it. It says, uh, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. That you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. James 1 and verse 4, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Uh, that's what God does when he sends a shaping event, a trial, a temptation. So great faith is not always about receiving blessings and gifts from God. Yeah, I know it's your birthday this month for July babies and you're expecting a great gift from God. Or maybe you just feel, oh, I've sown a seed and something great must come. Yes, great things will come to you. But sometimes to move your faith to the next level, not only good things encourage your faith to the next level. Sometimes some things will come just to challenge your faith uh, to push you to that next level. So great faith is not always about receiving blessings and gifts. It's, it can also be about trusting God through adversity and then bouncing back and then stepping to the next level of the expression of your faith. So shaping events are trials and tribulations that one has to go through which test the strength of our faith. Trials and tribulations that you and I may have to go through, we test the strength of our faith. This is what we call shaping events. Shaping events enable your faith to come into the open and shows its true color. That's what it does. Yeah, because there are trials and temptations that come our way. Uh, you know, they expose us to certain things. They bring us into the open. How you will behave when adverse condition comes, is what opens you up and shows the true color of your faith. And ladies and gentlemen, in one's lifetime, there may be many opportunities to go through stuff. First Peter, let me bust this with another scripture. First Peter 1, verse 6 and 7. First Peter chapter 1, from verse 6 and 7. It says, uh, in the New King James Version, but uh, it, it says, 
In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith be much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. It talks about, you know, the genuineness of our faith being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire. He said, sometimes our faith will be tested by fire, may be found worthy of praise and honor and glory in Christ Jesus. So you know the process. Uh, what uh, the blacksmith takes silver or gold through. They put it through fire. They refine it. If you want a finer faith, a faith, you know, that is stronger, that's more desirable, sometimes you have to go through fire. And I don't know what shaping events you've gone through in, in recent times. But I, I want to believe this morning that God wants to use this message to help somebody to come out of a shaping event on skating with faith that is still strong. Some of that person is, as you will go into a shaping event, so you understand that God is not targeting you uh, with this shaping event for destruction, but so that you can bring honor and praise and glory to his life. Let me give a personal example. Many years ago, this is about 10 years ago now, I think this June made it 10 years, that I had a shaping event in my own personal family. It was something tragic that happened. Uh, so uh, a few years before then, my wife and I had bought uh, you know, a, a, a very nice house on the mainland part of Lagos. Uh, and uh, then I was an associate pastor at Daystar Christian Center, uh, my home church. And you know, God blessed us. We got a mortgage, bought this house, beautiful house, lived there with our children. And then the Elevation Church started. And all our life savings had been in this house for few months I will not have uh, uh, any source of income especially after six months after I, I, I left this uh, Christian center and we still had to pay mortgage we had to do so a lot was depending on my wife I had I mean the, the, the church could not afford to pay me anything at all that would even meet my bills so this is a house that we're guarding jealously because it, it required a lot of faith to put through our commitment to secure that house. Now, I think on June the 11th or so, if I get the date right, I finished preaching at the, the place where Elevation Church started at Magnolia Hall on Lagos Island. And I was driving home uh, to, back to the mainland from, from Lagos Island on the, the place we call Todd Milan Bridge in Lagos here, uh, which most of you are familiar with. Uh, we, we, I, I, I got to a portion and I saw the water. The water had risen. And something in me felt this is strange. The water usually will not rise to this level. And it was, you know, brownish in color. I, I just got home. I forgot about it. I had lunch and I took a nap. And it was, it's, it's been raining. It had been raining since morning that day. And it continued raining. By around 6 p.m., they came to wake me up that uh, the, 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 the ground floor, I mean, the, 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 the guest room downstairs was a bit flooded. Water was coming from somewhere. Apparently, our estate was getting flooded. It had been raining for days. The drainage system wasn't working perfectly. And before you know it, water started coming into the house. 
uh, some people who live in my city in Lagos, Nigeria will understand what, what this looks like when an area is flooded. To cut a long story short, that house was badly flooded. The entire uh, ground floor was, was almost flooded to, to the lintel level <laughs> and everything there, you know. And, you know, you think about it, I, I, I mean, I, we just started uh, the Elevation Church, a new church, in obedience to God. I had bills to pay on that house. I had everything. And this, I, I mean, I was wondering, God, is it like you want to kill me? Or you want to just, you know, destroy this place that I'm managing to work for you? And, you know, just, you know, there are many more things I could have done with my life, but I chose this and I'm struggling to make sure that this house is okay. I pay my mortgage. I do everything. And, you know, I, I'm just taking care of my family. And then this house where I put all my life savings, all of a sudden, it's now a flooded house that cannot be inhabited. Thank God for leaders at the Elevation Church, you know, who uh, one, of, one of the leaders you know, took us in. And then, you know, all kinds of things happened during that season. And eventually, that season passed. And uh, we were able to rescue the house. Then God, you know, blessed us enough to be able to pay off our mortgage, you know, a few years later. All kinds of things that I, I don't want to get into. But this is where I'm going. You get to a point in your life from time to time, where you, you will be asking God some questions that you yourself know that you're not supposed to be asking. Because you, the world tells you that God is ever faithful. But what is happening around you does not show, or it's not showing to you, perhaps that God is faithful. Shaping events come sometimes, and you know the kind of things that will then happen in our, uh, in our lives will make us ask questions. They come to check our character. Your character is more important to God than the things you, you, you ask him for. All of us need to understand that. Sometimes what you are asking God for in faith may not be happening. But will it shift, cause a shift in your character? Will it cause you to go out of character? Will you still keep trusting him or not? I got there where I had to ask myself, is my, my relationship with God going to be mainly dependent on the situation of my house that looked like it's been destroyed and I, I look, it looks like God has abandoned me and my family because I remember when it came to carry my two girls out, they were still very young then, we had to use a ladder from the first floor for them to be able to come down. My, my older brother came, you know, and I was looking at the house. <laughs> Sometimes it's not a house. It's a job. When you have to pack all your belongings from the office and put in a box and walk out to your car and dump everything in your car and you drive off from a job that you once gave a testimony about but now that job is no more some other times it's somebody just walking out of your life maybe it's a relationship that everybody had rejoiced over you about sometimes even a relationship where you already got a ring for yeah but but now the relationship is no more some other times it's, it's an investment an investment and you know your life savings you know, everything depends on this. You put everything into this. And sometimes God allows for something to happen that will query your capacity to trust him. Don't forget we are discussing greater faith as, it, uh, as, as the overriding theme, but this is shaping event. And the place of shaping event in the building of your faith. The place of shaping event in the building of, of, of your faith. There are many people in the Bible you will want to talk about Daniel or Jacob, you know, 
shaping events in their life. Daniel was thrown into the lion's den. That was a shaping event. Or do you, do you want to talk about uh, Joseph and Mary? Mary didn't ask God for a child. The angel visited and said, I'm going to bless you with a child. You know, and uh, that same child, the king came after them. They had to be carrying the, the first begotten of the father from pillar to post. I'm, I'm wondering what would have been going on in the heart of Mary at that time. Uh, but, but God, I didn't ask you for this child. Uh, how come you sent me a child and the hell, uh, you know, hell was let loose and everybody was after me. And then I have to run from this to Egypt to that to that. Somebody is pursuing destiny right now. And it looks like you would have been better off on your own. <laughs> You're asking yourself, who sent me on this business? Because everything just seems to be going wrong. Can I tell you, that's a shaping event. God wants to shape your faith, shape your character. Let patience as its perfect work in you that you can be perfect and entire, lacking nothing. Say amen, somebody. Glory be to Jesus. I hope you're getting blessed today. Uh, let's look at three characteristics of, of shaping events from the life of Joseph. Joseph, uh, the son of Jacob in the Bible. Joseph, the dreamer. Three characteristics of shaping events. One... And I'm going to use Joseph to just explain this a bit. But there are many characters I could have used. Job was there. Job had serious shaping events. Losing everything in one day. And then his wife came and said, curse God and die. And Job said, Job slays me, yet I will, I, I will still praise him. Even if he, he kills me, I will still praise him. That's to test his capacity to trust God in adversity. And that's what shaping events do. Shaping events bring occasion for doubt and unbelief. Yeah, that's the first thing they do. An occasion for doubt and unbelief. And it's to shake up your faith and to test, you know, the strength of your faith. God showed Joseph a vision of influence. Genesis 37, a vision of influence, you know, authority and all that. He talks about, you know, his parents bowing down to him, his brothers also bowing down to him. Just a, a great vision, a vision of greatness. So from being confident that he had, you know, an inheritance in Jacob's house to a hopeless, you know, the hopelessness of an imprisoned slave. How do you move from that, you know, to this? Uh, you, you see many things that happen in the life of, in the life of, uh, of, of, of Joseph. Just about this shaping event that I'm talking about today. And I, I need somebody, somebody who is in this service today to understand that when you go through shaping events, you are not alone. You're not alone. Many people have gone through all kinds of shaping events in the past. In Genesis 37, you read about, about, about Joseph in verse 11. After he described the vision of God for his life, the Bible says in verse 11, and his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter to heart, uh, to mind. His brother envied him when you jump to verse 23. The shaping event started. So it came to pass uh, when Joseph had come to his brothers, his father sent him to them to go and give them food. Then they stripped Joseph of his tunic, a tunic of many colors, that was on him. Then they took him and cast him into a pit. The pit was empty. There was no water in it. Wow. You know, shaping events sometimes can be very troubling. Sometimes it, 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 you are this, you know, you, 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 something is taken away from you that's very important to you. Coat of many colors. 
it can signify a status, you know. Uh, it can signify a position, a pedigree. You that used to be this, now this is what is going on. Someone that used to be married is no longer married. Someone that used to be in a relationship, no longer in a relationship. Someone that used to have a lot of money in the account, now the account seems to be empty. Somebody that used to be employed, a coat of many colors, something that brings joy, that brings pedigree, that brings respect and honor that has been stripped of someone. And you know what happens when that happens? The next thing is a dry pit. That's a progression, a dry pit of depression, a, a, a dry pit of anguish, a dry pit of fear and anxiety. You can imagine how Joseph felt inside that dry pit. Like his life was over and was just going to die there of dehydration. But God had a greater plan. Say amen somebody. Yeah, God had a greater plan. Because if you trust him through the dry pit, if you allow your faith not to fade or wither through the dry pit, something is going to happen. There, is, there, there has to be a new move. That's how we command a new move of God and I prophesy over somebody's life uh, today that a new move of God is coming into your life as you hold on to faith, as you trust him, as you refuse to waver. Like the Bible says in Romans chapter 4 about Abraham, that he wavered not at the promises of God. He judged him faithful who called him and he kept at it, just following God. Yeah, just following God. The Bible says he did not consider his body that was dead, not the deadness of Sarah's womb, but he trusted the one who promised. Say amen, somebody. I pray for somebody today that a new level of faith is released into your heart. The passion to follow God, the passion to focus on God's word and focus on his promises, even when times are hard, even when shaping events come, even when temptations come. I, I pray that grace upon you today in the name of the Lord Jesus. Another thing that shaping events do in our lives is that shaping events present contrary evidence to the promise of God's word. A contrary evidence to the promise of God's word. You know, when uh, Joseph landed in the pit, like I was saying, uh, if only he knew that the next thing was Potiphar's house, which was going to be, though it's a place of slavery, but the Bible says the Lord was with him and he made everything that he did to prosper until another shaping event came which was the, 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 the lustfulness of Potiphar's wife that landed him in prison. So there are specific shaping events that will come into our lives sometimes just to bring doubt and unbelief like I said and not a time it's about contrary, bringing contrary evidences to the promise of God's word. So this is what the word of God promised and a shaping event brought something else. And when that happens, you know that your faith will be rattled. Joseph's situation, you know, improved momentarily in, in, in Egypt. He thought, you know, everything was, was going okay until everything collapsed again. I, I, I don't know if you can feel for Joseph. Maybe we should get into it and read a, a part of it. You know, when, when Joseph actually was sold by his brothers, <laughs> uh, uh, Joseph, when he got into the house of, of, of Potiphar, you can imagine what will have been going on on his mind. Genesis uh, 39. Genesis 39. 
The Bible says in verse 1, Now Joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, of Pharaoh captain of the guard, an Egyptian, bought him uh, from the Ishmaelites, who had taken him down there. Verse 2 is where I'm going, and I love it. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord uh, uh, was with him. And then the Lord made him, made all he did to prosper in his hand. So it looks like the promises of God are coming to pass right now. Though they sold me, but God planted me in the house of a good man. And, you know, grace was showing and all that. While all that was going on, Joseph would have been praying the kind of prayers, you know, as a Jew, to say the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob will continue to show up for me. And from here, maybe someday, Potiphar will just release me and then I'll go back home or I will start my own business, you know, or something like that. But all of a sudden, <laughs> shaping, another shaping event came. Another shaping event came. And you know, shaping events, you, sometimes you don't have to do anything wrong. In fact, it's that you are doing everything well. <laughs> ah, the Bible says, you know, uh, that everyone that will live righteously in this world will suffer persecution. And those persecutions sometimes are what we call shaping events. That's why the Bible says, count it all joy, brothers, when you fall into diverse trials and temptation because the trial of your faith is what will work patient. Yeah, trial of your faith is what will work patient, like we read in James chapter 1 there. Uh, the trial of your faith is what will work patient. It's what will work things out in your life. So, uh, the Bible says that uh, <laughs> Potiphar's wife started to cast longing eyes on, on Joseph. On Joseph. Until things went bad. Verse 20 of Genesis 39. Bible says, Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the, in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. And he, uh, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. Glory be to Jesus. You know, every time the devil shows up with a shaping event that God permits, like it happened in the life of Jacob or Joseph that we're talking about, the presence of God is always there with you. And I want to speak to somebody who is going to a shaping event right now. That the presence of God is right there with you. Let me say this for you to understand. A shaping event cannot determine God's divine presence. Maybe I should say it a better way. The proof of divine presence is not the absence of a negative shaping event. That's where I'm going. Yeah. The proof of divine presence is not the absence of a negative shaping event. When an event is happening that is contrary to biblical promises, you need to ask yourself the question, is this a shaping event that God has allowed and I'm building my faith through it or is this something that I need to exercise my authority over and bring to an end immediately? Like somebody is down with sickness, you rebuke the devil, you cast out that spirit of infirmity, you should be angry in your spirit that the devil can bring that onto you. But there are some other situations that God wants you to walk through and as you are walking through it, you know at the end of the day there's victory. 
perhaps after this second occurrence in the life of Joseph, Joseph may have come to that place where he, 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 he now uh, perhaps have some knowledge of how things will shape up based on God's divine plan. But yet with fear and trepidation because you, you, you can never be too sure. Oh, I've been in a place of comfort before and things went hurry. You know, uh, 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 I, now in, 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 in Potiphar's house, everything was going well until he landed in prison. Now in prison, God was still there because that's another shaping event. Because in prison, another skill set was what God wanted to push out. In Potiphar's house, it was leadership and management. In prison, it was the skill uh, beyond leadership and management, it was the skill of interpretation of dream and empathy and love for people and their situation and circumstances that will bail him out of that place. Because in every shaping event, there's something that there's a button that God is trying to press in your life. For somebody in the marital shaping event right now, it may be that God wants the fruit of the spirit, of love, of joy to, you know, to be triggered in you so that you can be patient and go through things that, and, and act through it in the way that will bring the glory to God. So shaping events present contrary evidences to the promise of God. So you deal with disappointments and the temptations to become bitter and resentful. If uh, somebody listening to me today uh, that you are the Joseph, you probably will struggle to forgive Potiphar's wife forever. Yeah, Forever. And there are people listening to me today. You are people in your heart that you are still holding to because of what they did to you five years ago or last year. Somebody did not check on you in 2020 when there was lockdown. You know, nobody called me. Nobody visited me from my church or from my office. My boss did not even behave as if I, you know, they're just piling work on me. Come off it, somebody. Trust the Holy Spirit. It's a new day. It's a new beginning. And trust God for grace to let go of the wrongs of the past so you can move to your next level. Because when you, are, you seem forgotten, sometimes it's a shaping event for you to be able to trust God more. When human beings forsake you, that's when God takes you up. Say amen, somebody. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. You know, all kinds of things happen in the life of Joseph that I cannot even get into. What about in that same prison where after he interpreted dream for the butler and the baker? The, 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 the butler went ahead to be restored. The baker was killed. The butler forgot him for two years. Two whole years. You know, if there were some people, they would have been cursing the guy, you know, for that two years and been bitter. But Joseph kept. He had enough courage to keep a good spirit through it. Shaping events, number three, may bring feelings of discomfort or insecurity for a season. Just for a season. It's comfort or insecurity for a season. Genesis 37 and verse 3 that I read earlier on, the Bible says, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a tunic of many colors. But from there to a level of discomfort where he had no tunic or coat of many colors to becoming a slave, to becoming a prisoner and all that. So from wearing coat of many colors to wearing prison garments. You can imagine, that's what shaping events do sometimes to us. Yeah, but the scripture says in Romans 8 and verse 18, it says for Paul, right? And it says, for I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. When you understand that, then you know that you need 
to turn something around in the way you are configuring things. And that leads me uh, to, to, to my, my, uh, uh, you know, my, my, my next thought that all of us need to get into when we go into shaping events. What, what is the appropriate response from every believer to shaping events? Some people deny shaping events. Some people reject it in the name of Jesus. You know, there are many things you have rejected in the name of Jesus that still happen because if they don't happen, you will not know that your faith is actually weak and you need to build it. You will not know that God wants to move you to the next level in your faith development. Sometimes it's that God wants you to develop the fruit of the Spirit because what, what is faith without love, for instance? And if you cannot build love in your heart, your faith may start to fail. And that will not be your portion in the name of Jesus. Somebody say better amen to that. Alright? So, what should be a believer's response to shaping events? We've talked about what shaping events come to do. I've given examples of shaping events. I've spoken about a shaping event in my own life. And time will not permit me this message. It's not about me. I have several other that I can give you. I mean, for a single person in this service today now. Let me give you a shaping event in my life, in my single life. I dated somebody for two to three years or so, all through my final year in university, into my youth, national youth service year, you know, that we, I mean, all graduates in Nigeria go through, and all those things, and then at the end of the day, the person said, I'm not doing again. And not because I misbehaved, I was already a pastor, I was already, I mean, a pastor from my undergraduate days, and I told myself, you know, I don't want to date more than one person, <laughs> because I wanted to prove that I have integrity. But it doesn't work like that all the time. Somebody, right now, you may be asking many, many questions. Why is this happening? Why is that happening? You know, we don't connect the dots forward. We connect it backwards. I look back today and I look at, you know, 20-something years ago when, when I had to work out of that relationship crying. And I tell myself, I'm better off today uh, uh, because my wife today is irreplaceable. Yeah. And, I, I, and I'm grateful to God for that. I don't even know what could have happened. I've been in situations where I've told myself, if I didn't marry this woman, I, 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 I won't be where I am today. Or this would not have happened and that would not have happened. But when God takes something away from our lives sometimes, it may be a job, it may be an access to, to someone or to something or to resource. A closed door sometimes is an open door in the spirit that will open you into a new level completely. And that's why we must have the right response. Let me close by sharing about the responses that we should have to shaping events. One, the first response is run to God and gain divine perspective. Don't run away from God. All through last year, COVID year, 2020, many things happened. People lost their loved ones. Some people lost a job. Some people had to, you know, move from place to place. Uh, I mean, several parts of the world, there's, there, 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 were, there were all kinds of insecurity and uh, agitation and all that. And people have a way of affecting these things to affect their faith. Some people have stopped going to church or even joining online or praying and all that just because they feel, I, I, I don't understand it. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why must I lose my job? Why must my uncle, why must this person die and all? And I get it. Sometimes we have those questions that they are legit. 
But those questions are not supposed to get us to the point where we start to query his faith, God's faithfulness, God's integrity. So we don't run away from God. We run to God so that we can gain perspective from him. Yeah, because he's the only one that can show us the right perspective. The Bible says in Proverbs 18 and verse 10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and they are saved. It's in, in his presence that you gain perspective, that you gain strength to go through whatever you are going through. Psalm 105 uh, from verse 16, it says, It called uh, for a famine in the land of Canaan. This is perspective right now. Psalm 105 from verse 16. It called for a famine in the land of Canaan, cutting off its food supply. Then he sent someone to Egypt ahead of them. Joseph was sold as a slave. Joseph would have been asking all kinds of questions. But staying with God, you get perspective. That they sold me, but I'm at, I was actually sent. I had to be in Potiphar's house, connecting the doors backward, so that, uh, uh, you know, I, I can land in, uh, in a prison where I can use my gift and then eventually get into the palace. But somebody may be asking, why can't just Pharaoh just had a dream and just know that there's one boy in Israel that is called Joseph and he will just send for him and he will just become prime minister. It doesn't happen like that. That would have been a prime minister without character. A prime minister without enough faith to lead. Because that's why you have a lot of flash in the pan success. Some people get into a successful, uh, I mean a position of high repute, but they cannot manage it. Because all the shaping events that's supposed to build character, build diligence, you know, diligence of faith, you know, moral excellence. That's supposed to put them in God's presence, to seek him so that they can know him more. They've escaped all those shaping events. May you not escape a shaping event that's meant for your destiny, that's meant for your promotion. A shaping event that's meant to take you to where you're going in life. You can imagine if Joseph ex escaped all the shaping events before getting to Pharaoh's palace. He would have been useless in front of Pharaoh. Because if he, if he was not in prison, he would not have tried his, his gift of interpretation. If you miss Pharaoh's dreams and you misinterpreted it, you're a goner. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. That's what I'm talking about today. When people try to excuse themselves from shaping events, you don't know that what you are doing is that you are setting yourself up for failure. Because God has a way of preparing us for what is ahead of us. So when you're going through a shaping event, like, 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 like Joseph, Bible say, says there in, in, in verse 18, he said, they bruised his feet with shackles. His neck was put in iron till what he foretold came to pass, verse 19, till the word of the Lord proved true. There's a time where the word of the Lord will prove true. It may not look like it, but the word of the Lord will prove true and prove true. So remember this, only God can give you the right perspective when going through a season that does not align with your expectation. So hold on to your expectation. When you're going through a season that doesn't align with your expectation, you need to pursue God for perspective. Why must this relationship break? I am not coming to query you, Father. I just need perspective. Yeah. Why did I lose this job? And what is next for me? I'm not querying you, Heavenly Father, but I need perspective. I need perspective. Uh, I need perspective. Somebody's asking questions about why you were bereaved. Why don't you go to God and ask him for perspective? Perspective. 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 
Because sometimes uh, you think somebody should, 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 should not have died, but we don't know why God allows it sometimes. You just need perspective. And it's only in his presence that you can get that kind of perspective. Say amen, somebody. So it takes divine perspective to become, I mean, not to become offended and bitter towards people or towards God. That's how come Joseph could forgive his brother, you know, could forgive Potiphar's wife and all that. Because when he became prime minister, there was no mention of the fact that he sent for Potiphar and his wife and disciplined them or, or did something bad to them. Praise God. So make up your mind that you will stay with God regardless of what, what, what has happened. Because you don't run away from your father when you encounter a bully. You run towards your father. So when a shaping event comes and it looks like a bully, let's run towards our father. It's time to run to God and not run away from God. Never compromise your values. Pray for boldness, strength, and wisdom like the apostles did in Acts chapter 4. When, 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 when they, 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 they caught them and they threatened them, the Bible says that they went back to their own company. They went back to the other apostles, you know, and, and together they were able to pray. Let, let, let me move fast. So, you, uh, uh, like I said, only God can give you perspective, so you need to stay with God. Secondly, keep your faith healthy and nourished. When you're going through a shaping event, keep your faith healthy and nourished. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13 in the New King James Version, he said, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted more than that which beyond what you are able. But with temptation, we make we always make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. That's how God does. Yeah. So you need to keep your faith healthy and robust so that you can bear whatever comes your way as you go through a shaping event in 1 Samuel 17 verse 37. The Bible says, Moreover, David said, The Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. David was also another man who went through all kinds of shaping events. Time will not permit me to get into that. But this particular shaping event was the one that will announce him to his world. Goliath was standing in front of him. But his faith was robust and solid. Look at what he told Saul, the king. He said, God has been faithful before. He delivered the lion and the bear to me. He will also do the same with this uncircumcised Philistine. That's what happens when you choose to run to God in a shaping event, when you choose to keep your faith robust and healthy and nourished, then you are able to see God through it and you're able to reference what God has done in time past. So Joseph will be able to say, the God, you know, who, who, who delivered me from the pit and brought me at least to a place like this, he will also deliver me from this prison. Rather than saying, we're going to die. No, we're not going to die. No, things are not going south, they're going north. Everything is going up around me. The God who did it before, the one who gave me this job that has been taken away, he will give me another one. The one who brought me into that relationship can bring me a better relationship. Say amen, somebody. That's how we roll when we go through a shaping event. Uh, no, no, number, number three is, maybe before I say the number three, I, I need to, re, to, to, you know, to reinforce something, which is resist the temptation to give up. Do not give up on God because he will not, never give up on you. You remember that, that song? Don't give up on God. 
Because he won't give up on you. He's able. That's the song that you need to sing all the time when you're in a shipping event. Yeah. God is able to do just what he says he would do. He will, you know, he, he, he will not, you know, abandon his promises in my life. Yeah. I won't give up on God because he won't give up on me. That's how come you can do like, you know, like, like Paul and Silas in, in Acts chapter 16. At midnight, the Bible says in verse 25, Paul and Silas were, were praying and singing hymns to God. Yeah. I'm sure the kind of hymns they would have been singing would be, don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. Is able in the middle of nowhere it was a shaping event that would build their own faith as well. And then they saw the hands of God because you know what the scripture says there that suddenly there was an earthquake. I pray for somebody today because suddenly there's going to be an earthquake in that situation. Something is breaking loose, something is breaking loose as you refuse to allow the shaping event to hold you down from God. Lastly, today look for faith strengtheners. Look for faith strengtheners when you go to a shaping event. Look for faith strengtheners faith strengtheners. Receive strength from people around you. Yeah. Receive strength. Insert yourself in the right community. If you're part of the Elevation Church, I want to ask you, do you belong to a small group? Are you a part of G-Squad? Yeah. Because you, if you're in one community or the other, either in your biological family, your spiritual family, all the pseudo families that God will bring around you, because the Bible says he put the solitary in family, so that when the solitary Gets into a shaping event, there will be family support. <laughs> family support for strength and for grace. So look for faith strengtheners. Put yourself in the right community. Put yourself in the right community. In Acts chapter 4, verse 23, there, uh, you know, after all the persecution of the apostles in the Amplified Classic Translation, it says, after they were permitted to go, the apostles, in bracket, after they were permitted to go, they returned to their own company, their own company and told all that the chief priests and elders had said to them do you have your own company? Yeah. Don't give the excuse that it's because I'm at home or you know, uh, you know uh, we're just coming out of lockdown or whatever I'm still working from home. No, 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 no. There are online communities that will strengthen your faith. Yeah. Online communities that will strengthen your faith right here at the Elevation Church. Yeah. There are online communities everywhere that will strengthen your faith. Glory be to Jesus. So engage. Prayer of agreement. Gather strength from the communion table. Partake of the communion from time to time and gather strength. You will come out of that depression. You will come out of that dry pit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Do not stop being a blessing to others. Job came out of a shaping event because the Bible says he prayed for his friends. Joseph came out of that final shaping event because he helped the butler and the baker and interpreted their dreams. So don't stop doing good. Shaping events are not excuses to be selfish and uncaring. Joseph's breakthrough came by serving others. Yeah, it came by serving others. So a shaping event is not an excuse to be uncaring or to become selfish. You need to understand uh, that God wants to take you out. He wants victory to be your final destination. Victory. The trial of your faith will result into glory into honor in the precious name of Jesus. Uh, as we pray today, Luke 22, when you read from verse 31 and 32, Jesus told Peter there. And the Bible says, and the Lord said, New King James Version, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you 
that it may sift you as wheat. Yeah. You know, the process of sifting is separating the wheat from the shaft. It's a process of separation. Sifting is a separation process. He said, Satan wants to put you through a separation process. But I prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. Somebody here today needs to return back to God in your thought, in your imagination, in the way you process the shaping event that you've gone through or the shaping event in a loved one's life. Because sometimes it's not even us directly. It's something that affects somebody that is close to us. Your faith will no longer fail. Every kind of sifting that is going on where the enemy is trying to separate you from where you belong, separate you from God, separate you from his church, separate you from your family, separate you from, you know, from, from where he has planted you. I pray for you today that the hand of God will shield you this season. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the hand of grace will shield you this season. Your faith will not fail. In the name of Jesus Christ, will you lift your two hands with me today and begin to declare after me, in the name of Jesus, my faith will not fail. Every shaping event happening in my life right now, I receive strength. I receive divine direction uh, to get into the right company, to get faith strengtheners, to run back to God. In any situation where I've been running away from God, I receive grace to run back to God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I will maximize His presence. Ah, Lebra Yenda, Somebody lift your hands and speak to God today. Speak to God today. In the name of the Lord Jesus, declare that shaping event, it will not destroy your faith. That marital problem will not destroy your faith. It will further strengthen your faith in God. That 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 heal health situation, or uh, that troubling health situation, it will not destroy your faith. It will bring you to a place where your faith will produce healing in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody who is going through a shaping event in the life of your child, I pray for you today in the name of the Lord Jesus. That shaping event will not destroy your faith. It will strengthen your faith because you see that child turn out well. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, somebody pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost as you lift your two hands. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost, pray in the Holy Ghost. God is starting something new in your life this season. That shaping event is not knocking you off from God's radar. It's putting you right where you belong uh, uh, in His heart. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Everything, every habit, every belief system, every thought pattern, every memory that is reinforcing uh, a negative mindset towards a shaping event saying that you will not put through. I speak against such today in the name of the Lord Jesus. My God is refining, is building strength, is building faith, is building character in you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you everlasting Father. Thank you everlasting Father. Father, we bless your name. We give you glory and we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you praise. Wave your two hands to Jesus and just bless him and just bless him. Father, we thank you. We give you glory and we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you praise. Something new is starting in somebody's life this season. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Your faith, I declare one more time, will not fail. The hand of God comes upon you. In the name of Jesus, your faith 
I declare one more time, we no longer fail. It will produce results. This season, you will rejoice. Joy will fill your heart because the Lord will prove himself faithful in your life. In the precious name of Jesus. I'd love to pray for anyone who may be a part of this service today. You may be saying, Pastor, I don't know Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior. Or somebody who may be saying, I was born again before, but I backslid into sin. I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I'd love to pray for you. I'd love to pray for you. I'd love to pray for you if you're on any of the online platforms. I'd love to go, for you to go into the chat room and, and let us know that you're making a decision. Uh, if you're at any of the in-person gatherings, I want you to just uh, lift your right hand above your head as I say a prayer for you. Wherever you may be seated, God is right there with you. If you're in your home, God is right there with you. I want you to just uh, you know, say this prayer with me today as you rededicate your life to Christ, as you give your life to Christ, as you yield your heart to Him. God wants to use you. And he wants to turn every situation in your life around. You may even be in a shaping event right now. And shaping events can lead to salvation. And God is calling you. He's calling you. And it's time for you to yield your heart to him. To do that which he has proposed to do in your life. If you want to say this prayer with me, I want you to, to just go ahead and say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I ask that you forgive me my sins. And that you cleanse me from every unrighteousness. I accept you today as my Lord and my personal Savior. I yield my heart to you totally and completely. Start something new in my life. Fill my heart with your spirit and give me a new beginning. I declare that I'm now born again. I'm a child of God and I will seek to love him and to serve God the remaining days of my life. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, I want you to please go to the chat room. you see a link from uh, our host and hostesses, hostesses my colleagues there, uh, please make sure that you fill uh, your details in there. Uh, we'd love to keep in touch with you, send you some more information about our church and also give you an opportunity uh, to embrace our disciple-making class, faith development classes, we call it. We believe it will be a blessing to you in Jesus' precious name. Uh, can I hear you believing? Amen to that. All right. Um, also, I want to quickly, before we bring the service to a close, announce uh, uh, this, this book that I wrote many years ago, I think uh, should be about seven years ago or so now, or eight years ago that I wrote this book, Moving from Fear to Faith. Moving from Fear to Faith. It's available uh, at Tech Resource. If you check online on our resource platform, you'll be able to get it, and very soon it will also be available internationally on Amazon and other platforms. Moving from Fear to Faith is a book that you should get this season with which you can build your faith. Uh, and God will take you through every shaping event and you'll be unskated in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Can I hear a better amen to that? All right. Um, for everyone joining us for the first time today on any of our platforms, I, I want to especially welcome you, whether you're on TV, you're an in-person gathering, or you're in any of our, our online platforms. I want to welcome you especially uh, to our service today. I believe God brought you for a purpose, and uh, I believe your faith has been strengthened. Uh, if it's your first time, can you go to the platform and let us know just right there, it's my first time. And if you're watching on TV, you see our WhatsApp number, our email, with which you can reach us. Let us know you joined us for the first time on TV or online, and we'd love to reach out to you, send you some more information about our church, and send you a downloadable gift. Yeah, that's another reason why you should uh, avail us of your details. So we can send, send you this digital uh, downloadable gift that will be a blessing to you. Uh, so please go ahead and do that and your life will never remain the same as you encounter our gift in Jesus' precious name. I want you to know that the Elevation Church exists to make greatness common. That's our mission and we believe 
uh, uh, that God is doing that in the life of people that God sends to us from time to time. And if you continue to worship with us online or in person, uh, your, your, your testimony of transformation will be uh, the next one in Jesus' precious name. Now, before we bring the service to a close, I also love to lead us as we give to God. Uh, I want us to, uh, you know, bring out your devices. However you give, uh, the details uh, will now be on the screen for us to give to God. If you're local to, to Nigeria, uh, you'll see uh, the three banks with which you can give, wire transfer or, or, or USSD code to give. On the right-hand side of your screen, you also have uh, details of our uh, international, uh, you know, uh, transfer uh, for different currencies you can use any of that to give and lastly on our website elevationng.org for slash giving you can use your card to give it's a secured platform uh, that will uh, that that will give you an opportunity to use any of your international cards to be able to give to be a blessing to god's work at the elevation church uh, so i want i want to encourage you to join us as we give i'm going to say a prayer over every giver today whether you're giving a tithe an offering just put a remark there let us know the reason for which you are giving if you are redeeming uh, your accelerated seed which we call for about two or two weeks ago uh, you can still do that right now and uh, god will bless you as we do so in jesus name let's pray our heavenly father we thank you for every giver we ask lord that your hand will rest upon their seed accept it as a worship and pour out grace upon everyone worshiping you with a substance today in the name of jesus meet everyone at the point of need and let no one be the same we declare that your favor and your grace rest upon every giver and every seed to bring forth after their kind in manifold in things that money can buy and things that money cannot buy in jesus precious name amen praise god and lastly if you're watching right now on youtube please go ahead and like this broadcast so that youtube can recommend it to other people within your network and by that you're sending a great word to people around your network it's been great uh, being uh, with you at this service i look forward to seeing you again uh, this wednesday and on sunday on all of our platforms as we teach and as we fellowship together in the spirit of unity god bless you have a great week and return with a fantastic testimony uh, in jesus precious name Bye for now. We trust you had a wonderful time in service and believe you were blessed. Please subscribe to and follow us on our various social media channels. Remember to turn on your notifications to be among the first to get updates about our upcoming events. To catch up on other service times or to invite someone to watch online, please note that we have service broadcasts at 7 a.m., 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 4 p.m., 7 p.m. on Sundays, and 5 p.m. on Mondays. Please note that all these times are in GMT Plus One. Simply share the YouTube link with them or visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org. Our online morning prayers Ignite continues tomorrow through Friday at 6 a.m. GMT Plus One on Facebook, Zoom, and Mixelar. God is answering prayers, filling us with testimonies, and changing lives daily as we pray. Invite all your family and friends, and don't forget to share your testimonies via testimonies at elevationng.org. Join the vibrant and loving G-Squad that is our volunteer workforce today. There are over 30 units in which you can serve and be served by God. It's simple now as we have two virtual options on Zoom 
and our learning management system that is the self-learning option. So visit learning.elevationng.org. Please note, you must have completed membership class to sign up for either option. After registration, you would receive a confirmation. Navigate, our annual Teenagers Conference is here. The island edition of the week-long conference starts tomorrow, Monday 19th to Friday 23rd of July at the Pistis Conference Center, Lekki. While the mainland edition will run from Monday 2nd to Friday 6th of August at the Pistis Hub, Maryland. The theme is counterculture, and our teens will learn how to stand firm in a world where wrong things seem to be the norm. There will be plenary sessions, vocational skill trainings, fireside chats, games, and so much more. Registration costs 10,000 Naira per person for physical attendance and 3,000 Naira for online attendance. Parents and guardians, please register your words now via elevationng.org forward slash navigate. Have you got kids ages 12 years or younger? We've got exciting news for you. Vacation Bible School is here. This time, it's a hybrid event themed Lava Lava Lao, controlling our emotions. The kids will learn how to keep their cool when things get hot. The three-day Bible School will feature in-depth Bible study, art and craft, practical etiquette classes, character building activities, worship curriculum, and a praise party on the last day. It holds physically at the Pistis Conference Center, Lekki, for kids aged 6 to 12 years and online on Zoom for 4 to 12 year olds. For more information and for registration, please visit elevationng.org forward slash VBS. Here are other events coming up in the course of this month. For more details and other information, kindly follow us on all our social media handles and turn on your notification to receive prompt updates about all our events. Join any of our small groups today by visiting connectgroup.elevationng.org to make vital connections for outstanding stewardship and purpose fulfillment. That's not all, we also have an online community you can grow and thrive with. Simply visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org or chat with us on WhatsApp via the link now displayed to connect, get counsel, pray, and make friends. We are closer than you think. If you need to reach us, please call 0700-ELEVATE. That is 0700-353-8283 or send an email to info at elevationng.org. We are also available on WhatsApp and you can send us a message on the number now displayed on the screen. Our counseling team is available and waiting to speak with you. Please reach out through any of the numbers on the screen or via email to counseling at elevationng.org. Put your faith to work this week. It would amaze you what God will do for you if you ask him. Have a great week. God bless you.